0: Welcome to the Impact 360 Institute podcast, where our goal is to explore biblical worldview and servant leadership to equip you for everyday influence. Here's your host, author and director of cultural engagement, Jonathan Morrow. How do we keep a clear mind with a big picture perspective in view when circumstances are constantly changing and it seems like our culture is going crazy in many ways? Well, welcome to the Impact 360 Institute podcast. My name is Jonathan Morrow, and I'm looking forward to our conversation today about a few things that will help us be faithful disciples in these days that we're living through. And the place that I want to start is by reflecting on the words and honestly the loss of one of my spiritual heroes and mentors in the faith from afar through his writings and his life and his legacy was Dr. J.I. Packer. Earlier this summer, Dr. Packer, at the age of 93, uh, went to be with the Lord, and he has left a legacy that is a really important one for us to consider. But I, I think he has some very wise words for us at this moment that we're in right now that will help us navigate a lot of the cultural chaos, the confusion, the disunity, the disappointment, um, just the pain, the the disillusionment, all those things that, that we can be tempted to feel right now. Um, I don't know about you. If you follow any social media right now, there's a new meme every single day or a new post. that's like, Hey, you know, can we give 2020 back? You know, is there a way to, to start this over this year in so many ways, um, has been so disruptive to all of our lives. And, one of the things we have to think through as Christians is how do we deal with that? Uh, because if we live headline to headline, then we are not going to, A, grow in the ways that we need to as followers of Jesus, being conformed to the image of His Son, or B, we're not going to be able to be what this generation needs from us. you know. And here at Impact 360, we're always thinking about the next generation, and that also means how do we be what we need to be for this upcoming generation? As Gen Z grows and matures and as we think about these things, what does it look like to give them a confident faith in the midst of cultural chaos in a lot of ways right now and just uncertainty and disruption uh, that we're seeing not only from COVID-19, but the racial brokenness we see um, politics and all the headlines around that, the disunity, the disagreements. There's just so much noise right now, and there's so many real issues and problems that need to be addressed. But how do we do that in a way that honors the Lord, keeps the end in mind, and where we don't lose ultimate perspective? Because the danger of living headline to headline or circumstance to circumstance is we can lose hope. And we can lose perspective, and that's where I think the powerful words and legacy of J.I. Packer uh, really spoke to me. Um, and the book that I want to talk about briefly is a book that he wrote called Knowing God. And if you've not read this book, it's it, it's a must read, I think, for any Christian because there's so much helpful uh, information and wisdom in here from from J.I. Packer. And I want to read a passage or a quote from this book. That has always resonated with me, but it just especially resonates with me now, especially as we reflect on where we're at culturally, also um, where we're at in, in light of losing G.I. Packer, another one of our heroes of the faith of this generation. But here's, here's what he says. He says, we are cruel to ourselves if we try to live in this world without knowing about the God whose world it is and who runs it. The world becomes a strange, mad, painful place, and life in it a disappointing and unpleasant business for those who do not know about God. Disregard the study of God, and you sentence yourself to stumble and blunder through life, blindfolded as it were, with no sense of direction and no understanding of what surrounds you. And the reason why I think that's such an important observation by J. hacker, is that if we don't stop and think theologically, if we don't stop and think about who God is and knowing God personally, then everything around us, all of the problems, all of the issues, all the challenges, all of those things become bigger, and we don't know where to place them in our worldview and in our theology. So it's really important not only for us to think through that, and in J.I. Packer's words, we're cruel to ourselves if we try to live in this world without knowing about the God whose world it is. And that's the first thing that as Christians we have to be mindful of, is this is God's world. There is a God. We are not God. There is reality. We do not invent reality by being sincere or believing a certain way or anything like that. We have to live in reality. Um, As Dallas Willard used to put it, um, reality is what you bump into when you're wrong. And so if we're not thinking these categories, or our culture is moving in ways that keep slamming into those walls, or saying that those walls don't exist, that's a cruel world to live in. As Christians, we must not fall into that trap because we do not know the God who created this world. And Packard goes on to say, The world becomes a strange, mad, painful place, and life in it a disappointing and unpleasant business. For those who do not know about God, you know, it, it, life becomes disappointing if we're aiming at the wrong things, if we're looking for satisfaction in the wrong places, if we are trying to make everything happen um, ourselves in the process. And he goes on to say, disregard the study of God and you sentence yourself to stumble and blunder through life, blindfolded as it were, with no sense of direction and no, un- under- no understanding of what surrounds you. And I think that's so important right now because none of us, if we were going hiking in the woods, would purposefully blindfold ourselves. Yet, as Christians, that's what we do if we disregard the study of God and if we don't know God, not just about him, but know Jesus deeply, know God deeply. Because then we're essentially um, just going to be running randomly into things if we don't see what God sees, if we don't see how... God sees, if we don't see people as made in God's image, therefore we do not tear them down, even if we disagree. We do not treat them differently um, because they're not in our in-group or out-group or whatever that dynamic may be. We don't put people in an us-versus-them category. And yet here we are in an increasingly secular and post-Christian culture, and what that means is it's not as though um, the vision to see things Restored is gone in a post Christian culture. It just means that people are no longer looking to Christianity to do it. And so, what that means is, um, as Mark Sayers uh, puts it, our secular age wants a kingdom without a king. And so, that's not going to end well because we know whose world this is. And therefore, as Christians, we have to understand the times. We have to think theologically who is God? What is the gospel? Uh, What is hope? How do we bring about things the way they're supposed to be? How do we seek biblical justice? How do we seek the good of our neighbor? How do we love one another in unity as brothers and sisters? How do we look to make disciples and fulfill the Great Commission? Those are all questions that we need to be concerned with at this moment, and it's really, really important. There's a passage in Jeremiah nine twenty three and 24, which I love, um, that flows out of this theme of knowing God. It says, Thus says the Lord, Let not a wise man boast of his wisdom, and let not the mighty man boast of his might. Let not a rich man boast of his riches, but let him who boasts boast of this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord who exercises loving kindness and justice and righteousness on the earth. For I delight in these things, declares the Lord. I love the first part of that. There's so many things that we are tempted to boast in. But what God reveals to us in Scripture is that let him who boasts boast of this, that he understands and knows me. That's why theology matters. That's why knowing God gives us the stability to engage in the cultural moment that we find ourselves in, in the complexity, in the chaos, in the uncertainty. And as you've probably heard a thousand times, people say these are unprecedented times. Um, and, and people are like, you know, can we go back to the precedented times when those problems were more familiar, but every generation of Christ followers is called to live at the intersection of faith and culture. And this is the moment by God's providence. See also Acts chapter 17, where we've been placed and therefore the gospel and the Christian worldview has an opportunity to shine uniquely in this time. But we won't be able to do that as followers of Jesus, unless we know God we know theology. We know how the story ends. We know how things are supposed to be and how God has defined and created reality because we, are, we will not be loving people well if we invite them or allow them um, passively to just go in a direction that is not the reality as God, according to God's good design. And so I think about that as we get ready to welcome a new class of Impact 360 fellows um, to our nine-month gap year, just in a couple of weeks here. And we are so excited about that. And one of the things that we are going to emphasize, as we always do, is how do we know Jesus more deeply? How do we know God well? Not just about Him. That's that's critical. That's that's the foundations. That's the categories. That's what God has revealed. But how do you know God personally? How do you deepen that relationship? Because now more than ever, students who are facing disruption and disillusionment. They need to know that there is a God who loves them, who cares for them, who invites them into a life that's bigger than just their own views and dreams and visions for themselves, that God has has called them into this kingdom story, to have kingdom influence. And over the next nine months, we'll get to do that with this class of fellows. We get to do it together. It's an honor to be able to do that. But that's one of the themes we're going to be talking about is how do we know God well and what does that mean for everything else, that truth really does exist, that God really is who he says he is and that people are made in his image and that has certain implications and that the gospel is good news for everybody and that brokenness and sin and rebellion don't have the last word. And yet we need to think about how do we make disciples in that culture. So that's what we're going to be about for the next nine months with our fellows But those are just words that remind uh, me of that mission and that calling that, you know, that J.I. Packer embodied so well with those words. is kind of that foundation of, look, you got to start with knowing God. And that's so critical for us to do. You know, and there's another passage from um, a famous quote from J.I. Packer, which is also helpful, which is a good distinction for us to have, the difference between optimism and hope, especially during times like we're living in. Optimism hopes for the best, says J.I. Packer, without any guarantee of its arriving, and is often no more than whistling in the dark. Christian hope, by contrast, is faith looking ahead to the fulfillment of the promises of God. Optimism is a wish without warrant. Christian hope is a certainty guaranteed by God himself. Optimism reflects ignorance as to whether good things will ever actually come Christian hope expresses knowledge that every day of his life and every moment beyond it the believer can say with truth on the basis of God's own commitment that the best is yet to come. I love those words from J. Packer. They give me hope and they also remind us of the difference between optimism and hope, biblical hope that's rooted in the resurrection of Jesus, that's rooted in the truth that God has revealed and that's rooted in reality. And as Christians, that's where our confidence comes from, is the reality of God, and then we are called, no matter what circumstances we are facing, whether or not we want them or not, whether or not they're comfortable or not, we are called to be faithful. And that's what we need to be, and that's what we need to, by the power of the Holy Spirit, do um, as never before in this generation. And and the next generation, Gen Z, desperately needs that uh, from us. But would they need to know the difference between just this kind of optimism, which is by willpower, and the reality of, of sinking into that biblical hope, which is based in the character and the reality of God? And I love the, the last words that he, um, J.I. Packer, wanted to give a lesson to the church. And if he had to sum it up, um, his life would be to glorify Christ in every way. And at the end of the day, we exist to glorify God. And we do that through making disciples, making something of the world for the glory of God, all of these things that God has called us to. But we want to glorify Christ. And that's what we're about here at Impact 360. That's what we're going to faithfully try to do. Um, All of our wonderful team here, as we invest in the next generation, that's what we're going to be about. And so if you're a parent listening to this, or a teacher, or student, or youth pastor, and you know a young person who would benefit from a season, whether it's one or two weeks in the summer at Propel or Immersion, which we're um, taking registrations for for next summer, or a nine-month fellows experience for 18 to 20-year-olds, which is our Christian gap year, which is just an amazing time uh, to grow together and own your faith and learn how to make disciples. You know, We want to let you know that we are an ally for you, whether you're a grad student and you want to you pursue a graduate degree. We have an amazing master's experience led by Dr. John Basie, uh, where you'll get to talk about and learn about spiritual formation and leadership and an amazing opportunity to practice that on a daily basis. So there are opportunities here in the midst of these times to be trained and equipped to discover the vocation and calling that God has placed on your life. Whether you're a high school student, entering college, or want to come back for grad school, we have residential experiences on campus that can equip you in those ways. And so prayerfully consider that. We want to be faithful with what God has called us to do here at Impact 360, and we want to be helpful to you and your family on your journey during this time. You can, as always, learn more about that at impact360.org and see how we can partner with you or how we can help um, you along the journey. But, you know, there's, there was a book that came out recently by another one of my heroes, Oz Guinness, and I love the line that he has uh, towards the end of the book. And he says this, But for people of faith who are visionary dreamers of the day, our actions into time always look beyond the horizon of history to that great day when the widespread ruins of all the recurring versions of the city of man will be eclipsed by the splendor of the city of God. You know, all of our best attempts end up being the city of man, and we should faithfully try to do those things, but our hope— As we look ahead, and the horizon that we need to be seeing, ultimately, is thinking about uh, the future reality that will be, and how God will make things all all things new, and make things right, and things will be the way they're supposed to be, and we live faithfully in that direction. So my prayer for you right now is that you'd be encouraged to know God, that you'd spend time with God, that you would read His Word, that you would serve one another, that you'd make disciples but always keep our perspective rooted in a biblical hope as J.I. Packer has reminded us, as the scriptures remind us. And let's think about time and our time together right now in this moment as being faithful disciples with what the Lord has called us to do. So maybe a next step for you might be pick up a copy of Knowing God by J.I. Packer. That could be an amazing next step. It might just be, hey, you know what? I'm watching a little too much news right now and it's not good for my soul. Or maybe I'm on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram too much and it's it's I'm living headline to headline and I'm allowing that to shape my ultimate perspective and outlook on life rather than God's word. It might be growing in your understanding of what God's revealed in theology and his word or just setting aside some time to spend time with the Lord in the scriptures. So whatever that next step is for you, I hope you'll take it and I hope you'll remember that this is God's world, our hope is secure, and we can live confidently into that future. For more information about our on-campus worldview and leadership experiences for students and our accessible online courses like Explore Truth and Explore the Resurrection, visit impact360.org. Impact 360 Institute, know, be, live.